0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from Beginning to End. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 33, chapter 2, part 10, pages 72 through 75. Love is the reason why we gladly talk about the person or thing that we love. In the house of a farmer who loves his farm and thinks about the profit that comes from his work, the majority of his conversations will be about the soil, sowing, garden, and property, but not about the salvation of his soul. In the house of a rich person who loves material things and money, the talk will be about business, contracts, and trade, but hardly ever about God. Furthermore, if this person is stingy, He will constantly complain about his being poor, enduring only losses, not getting paid back by his debtors, and all this, so that no one would ask him for help. He will continuously chat with you, so that you will have no opportunity to try to persuade him to be generous towards his neighbors and to the poor. If you speak to him about the glory of God and of good deeds, about the love of God and neighbor, he will doze off, but he will gladly listen if you talk about the riches that God can send, yet he has no time to hear about God himself. In the homes of devout people, the talk is about holy things, merciful deeds, righteousness, love of God and neighbor. Religious, who are removed from the world, talk about God's indescribable protection and divine providence about God's love manifested in many blessings, about the beauty and dignity of the virtues, about the heavenly kingdom, the way of the cross, etc. Why? Simply because they love the things that they talk about. They promptly take care of matters necessary for their earthly life so as to return to eternal matters. St. Augustine writes, A soul that loves God, talks and thinks about of nothing else, and despises and loathes the love of earthly possessions. Everything the soul thinks or talks about is filled with the love of God. She rejoices in God's love, for it is this love that favored her. That is why a soul truly united to God has no need for visits and talks about trivial things, for an after-work relaxation because they tire her out even more. Conversations about things that the soul loves, desires, and is filled with bring her joy and peace. St. Raymond reports that St. Catherine of Siena could speak about God day and night without any weariness. She would forget to eat, especially if she would see that her listeners might benefit from the talks. Such conversations, even the longest one, not only did not weaken her, but made her stronger and healthier. This is not hard to believe, for we observe how many exercises of the body and spirit benefit those who love them for the sake of virtue. To those who do not like them, they bring distress. That is why a soul that loves God rejoices in talking about him. Those conversations bring her joy and comfort, not distress and weariness, especially when they are not too difficult and do not require great mental effort. Although such conversations are recommended, especially for the devout and the religious, we should not consider guilty a person who, in order to lighten the mood of others, tells a funny story, as long as it is done in good taste, for a good reason, and briefly, If, however, he crosses the line of need and benefit, he will become vain and won't escape punishment. He should always care that jolly and light conversations have a useful and noble purpose. St. Bernard pointed this out in his letter to Pope Eugene III. We should avoid idleness because it is the mother of fairy tale and the stepmother of virtues. If, however... We happen to be listening to storytelling. Let's endure it with tolerance, caution, and prudence. But let's not prolong it. Let's start quickly some useful conversation which would be gladly listened to and which would entertain the idle. On a different occasion, St. Bernard addressed some religious, telling them how sad their idle talk made him. Brethren, I feel great sadness and pain When I see some of you so prone to recklessness, jokes, and idle talk, I fear that they may forget the limits of divine mercy and therefore lose his grace due to their lack of gratitude, for they do not respect it, that is, his grace. For he who remains in callousness, who regrets being united with God, who abandons penance despite good custom and advice, This one undoubtedly does not favor divine mercy, but despises it. It is certain that he who serves reluctantly and without satisfaction shows very little respect to God who called him. The reason for which the saint teaches that vain and idle talk should be listened to with caution and prudence, when it cannot be criticized or interrupted, It is better to keep silence and offer the whole matter to God. In such cases, we should refrain from despising our neighbor and become angry, but to endure it in silence and grieve over human weakness, just as a certain saint did while listening to vain and harmful talks that he could not interrupt. He lifted his thoughts to God, repeating after St. Augustine, O good Jesus! When will our affairs be finally conformed to your holy will? Here, Venerable Casimir tells us that we talk about the things that we love. In the Gospel, Jesus tells us, Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. That's from Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. If we love God, we will talk about him in our homes. There's a beautiful story of St. Scholastica wanting to spend the night talking to her brother, St. Benedict, about holy things soon before she died. His rule of life called for him to be in his cell in the monastery at a certain time each night, so he said he couldn't. He had to leave the guest house to get back with his other monks to the monastery. St. Scholastica then prayed, and a terrible storm came. He was horrified, and he asked what she had done. She said, I asked you, and you refused. So I asked my God, and he did listen. Now, off you go, back to your monastery. Well, he and his fellow monks couldn't go out because of the terrible storm, so they were forced to spend the night speaking of holy things with St. Scholastica. And then three nights later, St. Benedict saw a dove flying toward heaven. And he understood that his sister had died and gone to heaven venerable casimir quotes uh, saint uh, a saint who speaks of saint catherine of siena speaking about god all the time she never grew tired of speaking of holy things obviously we can th- speak of other things at times he talked about uh, a little frivolity a little uh, l- humor As humans, this is normal, but he cautions about where we put our priorities and how we spend our time. Vain and idle talk should be prudently avoided or endured in silence, offered to God as a sacrifice. St. Augustine prayed, uh, asking God, when will our will conform with yours? If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kasmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal, to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession, And Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence, to the following address Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Two Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking And God bless you.